Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. I believe that the Lord has a word for all of us today. We are, I remember the last time we was here, we were here for a faith conference. The house was packed and it was full and things have shifted and changed. And there is no such thing as going back to normal. Because normal has been done away with. And whether we like it, God is doing a new thing. And he already told us he's going to do a new thing. Second Kings, the fourth chapter, is where I get my assignment this morning. And so this particular message, I believe, is right for the time that we're in. And we'll read starting at the eighth verse. And it fell on a day that Elijah passed through Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive this is an holy man of God, which passes by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray you, in the wall, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. It shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in there. And it fell on a day that he came there and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shudamite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, Behold, you have been careful for all for us with all this care. What is to be done for you? Would thou that I spoke to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily she have no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, you shall embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto your handmaiden. And the woman conceived and bare a son at the season that Elijah has said unto her according to the time of life. Holy Spirit, my pastor, you speak and you move. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to use as a title, birth 
resurrection, restoration. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Elijah was the prophet that received a double portion of what Elijah had. Elijah was performing miracles. He even formed a miracle in the fourth chapter with the woman with the oil that caused her debt to be canceled and she can live off the rest. One day from poverty to plenty. Elijah was a traveling prophet. He lived in Mount Carmel, but he would travel through a place called Shunem. And the Bible said there was a great woman, a Shunammite woman. And she, the scripture said, and she was great. And she would notice the man of God. And she begged him or plead with him to come and eat bread with me. And so every time that he passed by that way, she will, he will come to her house and eat bread. Finally, she told her husband, I perceive that this is a man of God. We just can't let him just eat bread. Let's make a place for him in our house. And when she did that, the man of God came one day and said to his servant Gehazi, go call her and ask her, what can I do for you? Can I speak for the king or the captain of hosts? And she said, I dwell among my own. But the prophet, I believe, was urged by the Holy Ghost, urged by God, that he could not turn it loose. And he said, what can I do? Because whenever you begin to give a prophet a drink of water, you get a prophet's reward. Honoring and taking care of the man of God has a reward with it. And the prophet was consistent to know what can I do for her? And his servant Gehazi said, she don't have no child. And her husband is old. He may not make it next year. He has no child. She has no child. So this time he said, call her back in. But he did not have Gehazi to mediate between her and him. But he stood in her face, face to face, no mediator, and said, by this time, next year, you're going to embrace a son. Birth something that is new. Birth something that you never had before. Your barren days are over. You're getting ready to get that what you desire of your heart. And, and I'm here to tell you how you give birth, you got to make room for God. 
You're going to have to make God the head of your life. You're going to have to put him in your heart big time. You're going to have to allow God to be the one that passed by your place every day and desire to be in his presence. Because I've learned something. If I'm in the presence of God, something got to be birthed in me. And anything that is barren got to go. That everything that has life in it got to produce in the name of Jesus. And I learned something about when God began to delight in you like he delight in Harvest Church. Anything barren got to come alive. You need to give him praise right now. You're getting ready to get something birthed in you. You're getting ready to get some new thing birthed in you. You think 35 years or something, you wait till the next 35 years of the birthing in you. Look at somebody and say, he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. And I've learned that with, with God, the, the, the woman, she made room for God. She saw who was the one that was the man of God. And she took care of him. And she made room for him. These days, we don't make room like we used to. We have a now lay me down to sleep. I praise the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I praise the Lord my soul to take because I got to get this mask on and go to work and I got to work from nine to five. Even if I'm in the house, and I got so many other things to do and you don't realize the presence of God is what you need right now. Because wherever the presence of God is, there is liberty. And we need to start taking time because in the age that we're in now and the things that are happening now and where we are now, we're not where we used to be. It's time to make room for God. The devil thought he messed up. The devil thought he had us when he had us on quarantine. Churches was closed from left to right. But he didn't realize that he was taking us home. And it gave us more time to be with God, to be in his presence, to get some things off of us, to get to a place where we've never been before, in the glory like we've never been before. I don't know about you, but I use that time to not be traveling, to not be preaching here and there. I use that time rising up early in the morning to give him praise. I didn't know what was going to happen the next day, but I know if I stay with him, if I dwell in the secret place, of the most high God. I'll bide under the shadow of the Almighty. Y'all need to give him praise to him. Yes, that was the time you got into the presence. He messed up when he sent us home. But he didn't realize that wherever we are, wherever the praise is, he inhabit the praises of his people. He messed up when he tried to close our church. But he didn't realize that the building wasn't in the church. We are the church. Huh? Our body is a temple of God in which the spirit of God dwell in. We are the church of the living God. You need to give him praise and glory. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but somebody say, birth something in me, Lord. Birth something in me, Lord. Birth what you want to birth in me. I speak no barriers in your life. I don't care if you were bearing finances, I birth finances in you. Bearing and sick healing, I birth healing in you. Whatever you need, I speak and be birthed in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. She made room for the man. She made place for the man. 
she may have told her husband, let's build something for the man of God. And when you make room for God, when you make room for Jesus, you can't help but get a burfing on the inside. But well, it didn't realize that it took us a year of being in quarantine. But God was impregnating all of us. Something new is on the inside. Are you hearing what I happen to say? A season, that was just a season to be intimate with God. And you can't be intimate with God and don't get a burfing on the inside. You're going to conceive something if you're in the presence of God. Oh, you need to give him praise and Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but he birthed something in me. He birthed a lion in me. He birthed tenacity in me. He birthed courage in me. He birthed healing in me. He birthed faith in me like never before. He birthed himself in me. Hallelujah. Woo. Birth. 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 Something is birthing in you right now. Every one of you, man, woman, you're pregnant with something. Hallelujah. Because he came to give us life. I got to go on. I don't have too much time. Hallelujah. I don't have too much time, but somebody need to say it again. He's birthing it in me. Then let's talk about resurrection. Because once the birthing stop does not mean that Satan is going to give up. The woman had a son. And one day the son went out with his father. Verse 18 says, and when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him into his mother, he sat on his knees till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray you, one of your young men. Not an old man. I I need a young man. I need an athletic man. And one of the asses, and I, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore will thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she, and she said, It shall be well. Once something is birthed in you, doesn't mean that Satan's going to allow you to keep it. And he'll do everything he possibly can to kill what is birthed in you. The Bible says he's uh, only come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's a liar. And the truth is not in him. He is a murderer. And that's what he does. And just because there was a birthing for the Shudamite woman, 
doesn't mean that Satan is going to allow this boy to grow and fulfill his destiny and fulfill her life. And so the father told the young man, take him to his mother. And he was on his mother's knee and at noon. The Bible said the child died. But I want you to see something here that what would trigger a resurrection. Because death does not mean that it's over. Death is never the end because he said I'm the alpha and the omega. I'm the beginning and the end. Death was never the end. Hallelujah. He is alpha and omega. The beginning and the end. But look at what the woman did, the Shudamite woman. She didn't tell nobody. She didn't cry. She didn't weep. She didn't go crazy. She didn't send the mourners. She didn't call for the mortician. She didn't call the pallbearers or nobody. She took her child to the room of the prophet. Took her child back into his room. And laid him on his bed. I'm here to tell you something that whatever is dead, you got to take it back where you got it from. You don't have, you understand? She didn't get it from her womb. It was the time that she stood in the door of the prophet's room where the word was released. And that was the place that she conceived with the word, even though she had no manifestation. But once the word was spoken and the words he speak to us, they are spirit and they are life. She took that what was promised to her back to where it belonged. She took it back where she got it from. Are you listening to me? There are things that God has birthed in you. Thing that God has told you and the enemy is trying everything he's trying to destroy you but you got to take that word back where you got it from you got it from God he hastened over his word to perform it his word will never return back void it'll go out and accomplish that what it said it would do the word of God is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword the Bible said, Jesus said, it is the spirit that quicken. The flesh profit nothing. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Whatever been promised to you, take it back to the word. Take it back to the word. Take it back where you got it from. Take it back to the word. The word of God will never return void. The word of God will be fulfilled. The problem is we're letting the enemy steal too much and not taking it back to Lord did not you say have you not said this? Did not you tell me that you're going to bless this ministry? Did not you tell me that you're going to do this to my marriage? This to my family? You got to take it back to the source from where you got it from. Because somebody said take it back to Take it back to God. Take it back to God. Take it back to God. Jehoshaphat was surrounded by uh, three nations. And Jehoshaphat fasted and prayed. And he lifted up his voice. And they, wept, they, and they was in the, in the sanctuary. And he said, Lord, didn't you say 
that if we stand in this place and call on your name, that you will answer us. And when he got through, he said, we have no power against this might, but our eyes are on you. And about that time, the spirit of the Lord came upon Gehaziel. And after that time, he said, you don't need to fight in this battle. For the battle is not yours. It belongs to God. If you start taking some stuff back and stop letting the devil just ram, ramshack over your life, ramshack over your destiny, treating you any kind of way, you're a child of the most high God. You have authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rise up against you in judgment shall be condemned. The Lord is your light, your salvation. Whom shall you fear? The Lord is the strength of your life. Who shall you be afraid of when your enemy, your foe, come to eat of your flesh? They all stumble and fall. Take it back. Where you got it from. Hallelujah, take it back. And this is what I love about this Shudamite woman. She called for her husband and said, send me a young man. She didn't talk to nobody. She said, it's important that you understand. She said, get me a young man. She sent him a young man. He said, she told the young man, said, drive and don't slack up unless I tell you. See, that's why she sent a young man. He has some stamina, endurance. Old man, I can only go so far physically. But he, she needed a physical young man because she said, don't slack up because there's an urgency. And this woman didn't know not, this woman did not know how to lose. You gave me something. I'm determined to keep what belonged to me. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying? You just don't surrender when God gave you something. You go find the source that gave it to you. She was determined, I'm not going to let this promise that I had longed for her, that I had been buried for her, lose my sight. I'm determined to fight for it even though it's not breathing. Even though they said it was dead. Even though I know I don't hear a heartbeat. I feel a heartbeat. But the lady, she didn't get the memo. She didn't get the memo. That where there's no pulse, there's no life. She didn't get the memo where there's no breath. Uh, there's no life. He wasn't moving. Getting still. She didn't get that memo. But she got the member that God is able. That if I can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. He didn't say a few things, but all things. She got the member where Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart. Hear me, have his church. Something is getting ready to happen to you because your pastor is a faith preacher and he's been teaching you something and I'm here to let you know some resurrection is getting ready to take place in this house look at somebody say I didn't get the memo and I don't want the memo whose report will you believe
by that time, she met Elijah. Elijah saw her coming. He said, that's the Shudamite woman. He sent Gehazi. Go down and ask her, is it well with a son? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with you? And see, there'll come a time when you don't want to talk to the customer service. Come on. <laughs> customer service can only do so much. I don't know, but they, they can only offer you a little of this. But they can't rectify the error. Sometimes you got to ask, could I speak to the manager? Where is your supervisor? I want to talk to the manager, not the representative. And there come a time that this Shunammite woman said, when Gehazi saw her, he, she said, it's well. I, you know, I, I got to keep going, it's well. But watch what she, she never complained about the child's death. She just said, it's well. She told her husband, it shall be well. And she told Gehazi, it is well. And she fell at the man of God's feet. And that's when God revealed. Hallelujah, what had happened. But this woman was determined. Elijah said unto her, uh, Gehazi, go take my staff and put it on him. She said, no, man of God, I'm not leaving. You got to go with me. Hallelujah. I, you got to go with me. Yeah, yeah, I, pay, I made a place for you. When you make a place for God, God said, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. When you make room for God, and he done gave birth to something that you have been bearing of. You go back to God and you take that thing back to God. And not only that, you let God go with you. And by the time he got to the room, he was already dead. But I love this part. Elijah stretched his whole body on the child. Put his nose to his nose, mouth to his mouth. He didn't know nothing about social distance. Didn't have the mask on. Eye to eye, hand to hand, leg to leg, and laid on him until his body become warm. There's something on the inside of you that has the ability and the power to raise that thing back to life. And he lay there until he got warm. Then he got up and started walking around. Then got back on him. Can I tell y'all something? God is getting ready to get on y'all. Y'all are here. God is getting ready to stretch out on you like you've never been. The Lord told me to tell you, he's getting ready to stretch out on you like you've never been stretched out before. Eye to eye, mouth to mouth, nose to nose, hand to hand. Why is he going to do that? Why is he going to do that? Because you're made in his image. You're made in his likeness. 
And when he laid out on the child, he was in the image and likeness of God. And when you are in, touching image and likeness together and now you're intimate with it, something got to happen. Life got to show up. And then the child sneezed three times, seven times. And he said, take the child, call the Shudamite in. Call the Shudamite woman in. She didn't take the child right then. She fell at his knees and worshiped him. Praise is what we do. Praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. Worship is a weapon. She didn't just rejoice. She, no, no, no. I see where my source is at. And I, I've been watching Harvest Church on Facebook. Because you have to watch, you know, those that you're connected to. I've been watching Harvest Church on Facebook, and I, I've been watching Bishop up here just preaching when we, when we had to have social distance. We, we couldn't even come into it, but he kept on preaching. Praise is what we do. You didn't realize the enemy wanted to shut us down, to keep our mouth closed, but our mouth is a weapon. I don't know about you all, but the, our mouth do get us in trouble if we don't use it right. But our, our mouth can fight for us if we use it right. And she fell down and worshiped the man of God. I got to go, y'all. I, 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 I don't know about you, but now I got the birthing. I got the resurrection. Took it back where I was supposed to take it. And it got resurrected. He stretched out on it once again. But there is something else that God told me to deliver to you all. And it's, and it's found in chapter 8. Restoration. 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 Mean to restore. To bring back. To its original. Restoration. Chapter 8. Verse 1, then spake Elijah unto the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise and go thou to your own house. Sojourn wheresoever you can go, for the Lord hath called for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land seven years. And the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God. And she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistine. Seven years. And it came to pass at the seven years end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistine. And she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. And the king talked with Gehazi the servant of the man of God, saying, tell me, I pray you, all the great things that Elisha 
had done. And it came to pass as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body back to life. That the that behold the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My Lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elijah restored back to life. Just because it's been barren doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way. Just because we had to go through all of this and we had to adjust and have some watching on live stream and others at home doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Just because it looked like it's a dry season and that we had to make shifts and changes in our lifestyle doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Because if I had a birthing and I got a resurrection, surely there's going to come a restoration. And even though it looked like the enemy is winning, doesn't mean that he is winning. It's just a look. Look at somebody say, it's just a look. Because we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. And the just, that's us, shall live by faith. <laughs> the force of faith is working in our life right now. Our life is a lifestyle of faith. You might as well go ahead and say the whole thing. I am a person of faith. I have the spirit of faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. The just, that's me, shall live by faith. As those who through faith and patience inherit the promises, my full potential shall be maximized by faith. The force of faith is working in my life right now. My life is a lifestyle of faith. You need to give him praise. Faith. 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 Faith in God. Have faith in it. 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 Like Job had faith. He said, I know my Redeemer living. And he's going to ring in the latter day. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Have faith like Caleb had faith. We're well labor to overcome. Have faith like the centurion had faith. You don't have to come to my house. Just say the word. Have faith like the woman with the issue of blood. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. Have faith in the creator. Have faith in Jehovah. Have faith in God. Give him praise. Give him praise. Woo. Woo. It's all about timing, y'all. It's all about timing. She had faith. She'd been gone seven years. 
but it's still her stuff. Squatters had came on it. Other folks claiming her land. The government that claimed her land. But she went to the king. That woman was had a tenacity. She did not want, she didn't let nothing say no to her. Because no to her was not no. No mean go find your yes. I got, so by that time, Gehazi was coming, telling the king, and this was no good king. He was a rough king. But he said, tell me everything that Elijah had done. And Gehazi was telling the story, got to the story, and it's all about timing, y'all. I'm here to tell you, you're in the era now. You're shifting into the time that God had laid aside the timing that she was there while Gehazi was telling the story about her son, the timing that God has put right now because God don't dwell in time. He's out of time. And he's there now setting up some time because the season is now for restoration. So, wait a minute. This is what she, he said, my Lord, this is the woman. And this is the son. And the king looked and said, is that right? She said, yes. That's right. The next thing the king did. See, you don't know who God going to use. You don't know who God going to use. You better bless everybody. Even if they curse you. Even if they lie on you. You better bless everybody. Blessing don't curse. You don't know who God going to use. He said, he called an officer and said, go and restore her back to her land. Give her her land back. Give her her house back. Matter of fact, every year that she been gone, Seven years she been gone. Repay her all the fruit. Wait a minute, it's supposed to be barren. It's supposed to be a famine. No, no, no. God doesn't deal in famine. Give her everything that that land supposed to produce in seven years. I'm here to release this to you. A restoration is on yours. It's on you. You're getting ready to be repaid seven times more than you've ever been repaid. A restoration of the anointing. A restoration of the promises. A restoration of increase. A restoration of healing. Oh, my God. Healing is going to hit this building like never before. Healing is going to hit your life like never before. Restoration. He said, restore all. God is not going to use a king because the king has already spoken. Whatever you ask the father in my name, I will do it. But I'm here to tell you, heaven is open and the angels have been told and commanded to restore the house of God back seven times greater. Restore the house of God back 
as the Acts 2 church restore my house and the Holy Ghost have been given a commandment by the Almighty God to restore you and I back into the fullness and the image of Christ Jesus. Restore Restore to whatever the enemy meant for evil. God has turned it around for our good. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Say it with me. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Say it again. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Birth, resurrection, restoration. Give him praise and give him glory. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.